Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I'm always excited to hop on here and record and just share my heart with you, share what God is speaking to my heart, talk about the Word of God, magnify the name of Jesus. I absolutely love and I'm so thankful to be able to record this podcast. God is so good and He's just been reminding me so much the last few days about the magnitude of our and how much we just really don't know the ripple effect of our yes to him and our obedience to get out of that boat, that proverbial boat of comfortability and step out onto the waters into the things that he has called us to. And it's such a beautiful thing to say yes to God, to live our lives surrendered and obedient to him. And we know that the word says that if you love me, you'll obey my commands. That's what Jesus says. And so we know his commands according to his word, but then also his commands toward us personally and what he has called us and commissioned us to do. And I want to be a woman who is obedient because I love him, not because he's a taskmaster, not because I'm trying to live this life perfectly because, hello, who could do that? Nobody but Jesus, but because I want to live my life in a way that glorifies and honors him. And so I'm just so thankful to be born again, to love him, to have him as my rear guard, to know that he goes before me in all things, that he surrounds me, that he rejoices over me with singing like I am all encompassed and hidden in Christ. And I'm so thankful that we serve a God who wants intimacy with us, a God who delights in every detail of our life. And I was just praying those scriptures over myself today, like, thank you, God, that you know every hair on my head, that you know every thought before I even think it. Like, he is so intimately acquainted with all of our ways, and I'm so thankful that we have a God who is intimate and personal like that. So, I don't know how everybody else's week is going. Mine has been crazy. It's kind of been like a whirlwind, nonstop, crazy busy. I have been working the summer program at my local elementary school, for those who did not know that. And that has been super fun. And this Friday is my last day as part of that program. And for me, this month has been and is a month of release of just letting go of things that I've been part of, even short term, some things a little longer. And I know that God is calling me to do that so that I have capacity to hold on to the new things he's calling me to step into, but it's like a lot of change all at once. And I was talking to one of my besties down in Florida a few weeks ago, and she's like, you know, Janice, it's kind of rare for God to put people through a season where they're letting go of so many things all at once because a lot of us couldn't handle that. And I was like, wow, I never really thought of that, but I don't ever want to hold on to anything longer than God has called me to. And I think I almost... I'm like one of those people that doesn't struggle with change. Like I know a lot of people have a hard time with change and that's okay. That's how we're wired, whatever. But like, I'm like the opposite where like the Lord shows me change is coming and I'm ready for that change now and I can get ahead of God sometimes. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, help me to stay in step with you as you lead me into new things and to hold on to what I'm called to until it's time to let go. And the Lord gave me a vision a few weeks back, maybe like a month ago 
of a rocket booster. And he was like, you are like a rocket booster and you help things launch, you help things take off. But once a rocket reaches a certain altitude, it breaks off. And then that spaceship, you know, gets into orbit and whatever. And so that is kind of like part of my anointing and calling. And what I'm realizing is that I am called to help start and launch things but I'm not supposed to be a part of things forever. And so that's where I'm at in my personal life. Maybe some of you can relate to that as someone who is an initiator and a ball roller. And so that's kind of the season of life I'm in right now. I, I know so many of my friends too and people that I've talked to are stepping into new seasons or long-awaited promises or prophetic words coming to pass. And, and it's so cool seeing the hand of God in other people's lives. And I love hearing testimonies and just asking people, like, what is God doing in your life? How are you seeing him work and in through your life? What new things is he calling you to? What old things is he calling you to let go of? And I'm just seeing so much of that of like God even resurrecting things that maybe had been surrendered in the past or laid down or, you know, completely died in the past. He's resurrecting those things in this new season. And for me, it's been such a season of full circle moments over this past year. I can't even describe it. It's been, it's just been wild to me how many places and spaces God has taken me back to personally. Places where I didn't have horrible memories, but like maybe they weren't the best. And He's taking me back to those places and allowing me to redeem those places with new memories. And it's been so amazing. And even in a few weeks, I am getting to go to two more places that I'm like, God, this is so full circle. Like, I don't even fully understand it right now. And I'm not even going to pretend to maybe at some point in the future, I'll look back because we know hindsight's 2020. And I'll understand more fully why God is having me go back to these places because I'm not even I'm not even like trying to make these things happen. It's just I'm getting invited to places and to minister or just to be with friends and things. And I'm like, hmm, God, this is very interesting and notable. And I'm trusting you because he orders my steps, right? The Bible says that he orders our steps, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And so knowing that he has a plan and a purpose for everything, that there's a time and a purpose for every season under heaven. And for me, I'm in a season of full circle moments and just like redemption and restoration and then also in that place of letting things go. And I want to encourage you, if God has been speaking to you in this season, to let things go, to be obedient and do that because you want to have the capacity for the new thing that God is calling you into. And I just love that God is so gentle and that he does things the way that he does. His ways are so much higher than ours. His thoughts are so much higher than ours. And I'm so settled in that truth and just okay with it. And for me, I had a few years of the Lord continually reminding me, do not lean on your own understanding. Because we know the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding and all of your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And so for me, I want him to be the one that's leading the path before me. I don't want to try to make my own path. I know that he has a path that is very good for my life and I want to stay on that path. And we know the Bible talks about the narrow path that leads to life, the narrow way that leads to life that few find. I want to be one of the few that find it. I want to be one that pursues him and chases after the call of God in my life. And really not even so much after the call of God in my life, but chases after him and that I'm surrendered and obedient to the call of God on my life. And so that scripture that says that, like, don't lean on your own understanding. And he would 
he would have to say that to me so much because I'm someone who wants to figure everything out. I want to know, God, okay, where is this going? Why am I doing this? What is this for? What's the purpose here? And when he was speaking that to my heart so much, I, I just kind of fell into rest of like, okay, I don't have to understand completely and I may never understand, but it's okay because I trust you so much, God, that I'm just going to leave it in your hands and know that you are faithful and you are for me. And I'm glad I don't have to lean on my own understanding because I don't really have much of it to lean on anyway. And so I just, that is what I want to do. I want to lean on him. I want to trust him with all of my heart and know that he is faithful and he is for me and not against me. And so this past week, I had such an awesome honor and privilege of going down to Grable, Indiana and speaking to some amazing, beautiful women of God. My friend Clara, shout out to her, had the most beautiful yard dinner party and it was absolutely incredible. The food was amazing. The fellowship was amazing. We had homemade ice cream. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hashtag favor of God, right? And it was just, it was just so fun. And to be able to share my heart with them. And, and I do count it an honor and a privilege anytime I have a microphone in my hand or even like this, being able to, to share my heart and speak into other people. It's something that I don't take seriously at all. I feel like the Lord has given me a healthy dose of his, of like the fear of the Lord and knowing that I'm accountable for the words I speak and release. And that's why I I love releasing podcasts every week, but if I don't feel a stirring in my spirit from him or like I even have anything from his heart to share, I won't even record because I don't want to talk just to talk because there's enough noise in the world. I don't need to add to it if I'm not bringing something that's really from his heart. And so as I prepared for that night and just sat with the Lord and I was like, Lord God, what is on your heart for these ladies? Because I have prepared countless messages for events and things, and it would be so easy to repeat or recycle a message. But the reality is I would do that if God was like, hey, this same message I want you to deliver to them, I would do that. But I want to know what's on his heart because he knows every woman who was coming to that event. He knows what they're dealing with. He knows what's going on in their lives. He knows what their heart needs to hear. And so I want to be a vessel that is surrendered because I feel like I kind of am a mouthpiece for the Lord because I talk so much. And that's part of my calling and anointing and speaking and things, obviously, with the podcast and preaching and, and all the things that I do. But that's where I want to be. Like, I want to be someone who is like a mouthpiece for the Lord and that I'm just communicating his heart. And it was so beautiful to talk to the ladies afterward and just to hear their heart and what's going on in their lives and just to pray for them and just be able to speak life into them. And so what an honor, what a privilege. And it was, it's so cool to be yielded to Holy Spirit because we know that the spirit of the living God lives on the inside of us if we're born again believers. And so being able to prepare as much as he allowed me to be, because if some of you may know a little bit of my story with speaking, some may not. Like the first time I ever spoke, I literally wrote out everything and I read it word for word. You can ask my friend Josie. It's like, it's kind of one of our, one of our things we laugh about together still because of how just hilarious it is, which is fine because you know what? God used it and it still ministered to people. It's just funny how God grows you and you grow in your gift and anointing. And so anyway, now 
he has me in a place where I can prepare a message and I know what I'm going to be speaking on. But then it's almost like Holy Spirit just kind of weaves throughout as I'm speaking. And there t- there's times he gives me a word of knowledge or he's like, hey, there are women here who are dealing with this. Like, I want you to talk about it. And so just being yielded to that and being able to be in that space with the Lord where I'm hidden in him and just flowing with him as I'm speaking. And so at this last event that I was so blessed to be a part of, I had it in my heart to pray for anyone in the audience or in the audience. That's not really the word I want to use, but in the crowd who had it on their heart to write a book because that is something that I'm passionate about because I love writing and I've published several books. And so it was just stirring in my spirit to pray for women who had it on their heart to write. They knew that that was part of their calling. And it was so beautiful to talk to my friend Joanna, my new friend Joanna after and find out that she had just finished editing her last chapters, like literally a half an hour before the event started. And she was like, you have no idea. This was like a kiss from God for me, for you to pray for me and for my pro- the book project that I'm doing. And trust me, when I find out that that's published, I will be sharing that on my socials because I love to champion the body of Christ. I love to champion people and what they are called to because I've seen way too much competition in the body of Christ. And that just, that competitive spirit of like, you know, trying to one-up each other or whatever. And it's like, I never want anything that I do to be about me. I want it to be about him and it's all for the kingdom. And if it's for our own selfish motive, then our heart's not in the right place. And if I can't champion the call of God on you, if I can't look at someone else who's doing something maybe similar to me, maybe they have their own podcast or they write books too, or they're a speaker and and not fall into the trap of comparison and, and whatnot, then I shouldn't be doing anything. I should be getting right with the Lord and sitting with him and doing a heart check because a win for anybody else is a win for the kingdom. And that is what it's all about. It's all about advancing the kingdom of God, pushing back darkness and making his name known, not our own. And so I love being able to do that. And I just think it's something that we need to get better at as the body of Christ and just as people to be able to champion one another, to encourage one another, to stay in our own lane. Like I say, like my path that God has for me, the lane God has created for me is for me. It's not for anyone else. And that doesn't mean that we can't inspire one another and encourage one another and help each other out along the way. But I should never be looking at my brother and sister in Christ and sizing myself up against them, comparing myself to them or whatever, because it does two things. It either can get you into pride where you feel like you think you're better than other people, or it can get you into not feeling like you're good enough and neither one is healthy. We have to be in a place of like, this is who God created me to be. And this is the lane he's paved for me. And this is what I am called to. And I'm going to do this to the glory of God, to the best of my ability and with a spirit of excellence. And that is my heart. My desire is to do what he placed me on this earth to do, to stand before him with multiplied talent someday and say, God, here's what you gave me and here's what came out of it. And for there to be fruitfulness in my life. And that is that is my desire. And I love the parable of the talents. And I love that in the parable of the talents that he gave each of them talents according to their own ability. The Bible says he gave one five talents, he gave one two talents, and he gave one one talent according to their ability. And that just shows us that God is never going to ask us to do something that he's not, that he's not going to give us the ability to do. 
The Bible says that he gives us an abundance for every good work. And so when he's called us to do something, he's going to equip us for it. He's going to give us everything we need. The Bible says he gives us everything we need for life and godliness. And so sometimes we have to say yes, and then we watch him fill our hands with exactly what we need. And I've seen that so much in my own life where it's like, whew, I feel like the Lord is calling me to step out into this or do that. But I didn't see the provision for it until I said yes, until I stepped out into it. So many testimonies with that. I remember one time doing an event at Pokagon State Park with the ministry that I was part of, Stirred Up Ministries. And like we knew that we knew that that's where it was supposed to be, but we did not have the funds to pay for the conference room and it's not cheap. And so we were like, okay, well, we're just going to sign the contract in faith. Now, I say that with the disclaimer, you better make sure that the Lord is the one who had told you to step out and do these things. And, but we did, we signed it in faith and literally like a week later, we had two different people sponsor and it was paid for. But I don't know if that money would have came in if we hadn't stepped out in faith and said, God, we know and trust that this is what you've called us to do. So here we are. And and I've had that with so many different things, events, and, and just things God has called me to do where it's like I have to give him my yes first and step out of the boat. Then the walking on the water happens. And that's not easy. But you know what? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And that is one thing that I have learned. And I just, I, I want to walk according to the spirit, not the flesh. I don't want to, I don't want to be someone who lets fear stop me from stepping out into the things God has called me to, or even the voices of other people. Because I've had so many times where I'm like, whoo, like I know God has called me to this. And we know that there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. So do not discredit the voice of wise counsel in your life. But also there are times when, people just aren't on board because maybe they're not prayed up about it. Maybe they haven't sought the Lord. And so their voice can be one that sows doubt into our minds or fear. And so it's so important that we're hearing the voice of the Father directly for ourselves. And that's one thing I love is that there is not a mediator between God and us. Jesus is our mediator. And so we can hear the voice of the Father because he says, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. And so we can go to God directly for ourselves. And so I love confirmations. I love when people come along and they will speak a word that is so in sync with what God has already been speaking to me, but I know that I can go to God directly for myself. And so I love faith. I'm actually sitting here with this little pamphlet. It's like a devotional that I created called Fierce Faith, A Life of Unwavering Hope in the Unseen. And as I was getting ready for this podcast episode, I just felt like I was supposed to read some of these faith declarations that I have written in this book over you. And I love some of the scriptures here that say we live by faith and not by sight in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. But without faith, it is impossible to please God for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's Hebrews eleven six, And I love that scripture. It says that he rewards those who diligently seek him. And the greatest reward is him to hear his voice, to see his face, to know him, to walk in intimacy with him greater than anything he can give us is his presence, like his presence, knowing him, abiding in him, walking in relationship with him. Like there is no other blessing greater than that. And so I love that when we draw near to him, he draws near to us. And it's just such a beautiful thing. Hebrews 10 23 says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And I want to remind your heart of that, that God is faithful. He is faithful. 1 John 5, 4, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. 
This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. And then we have Romans 10, 10 and 11. It says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. So thankful for that. Then the last scripture I have here is 2 Peter 1, 5 through 7. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, into goodness, knowledge, into knowledge, self-control, into self-control, perseverance, into perseverance, godliness, into godliness, mutual affection, into mutual affection, love. So I love that. I love that. I love that. And without faith, we know, again, it's impossible to please God. And I want to live a life that honors and pleases him to live by faith and not by sight, to have spiritual perception. That's something I pray over myself all the time. God, give me eyes to see and ears to hear what you are doing. I want my spiritual senses to be heightened, to be greater than my physical, natural senses. Like I want to know what you're doing. I want to see you at work in my life and in the life of those around me and just in the world and know how to pray and know how to live this life in a way that honors and pleases you. So I have some faith declarations that I wrote out here and I'm just going to read these as a prayer over us before I end the podcast. But I do want to say I would love to connect with you if you have prayer needs, if you just need someone to talk to, like that's why I'm on social media. I love posting. I love encouraging people in that way, but I'm also there to be able to just talk to you and encourage your heart in the Lord to help you if you need help with learning how to even read the Bible. Like that's something I love. I'm super passionate about doing, uh, just being able to help you live your faith out loud and to live a life that's surrendered to him. And so you can find me on social media at The Journey with Janice. And then also my website is journeywithjanice.com. There's a lot of blogs on there and different things. So I would love to connect with you in that way. And so I'm going to go ahead and read these faith declarations over you. My faith has the ability to move mountains, advance the kingdom of God, and push back darkness. I declare that nothing is impossible for me because I believe. My heart will meditate on the truth of God's word and proclaim the rightly divided word of truth over my life, my family, my church, my community, my workplace, and every other place that my life impacts and influences. His word will bear fruit in my life. I choose to believe the voice of truth and silence my ears to the father of lies. I know God's voice and I will listen and obey when he speaks. I will not rehearse or repeat anything contrary to what God has written in his word and spoken to me personally. No matter what my situation and circumstances look like, I will view my life through the lens of faith. I will live my life with unashamed, bold, and tenacious faith. I will stay steadfast and resolute in my faith, constantly choosing the unpopular narrow path that leads to life. I will not compromise and I will not settle for anything less or different than all that God has for me. God is who he says he is and he will do what he says he will do. The resurrection power of Jesus Christ lives within me, giving me authority and permission to be all he has created me to be. In Jesus name, amen. Thank you.